Hey, how's it hey, going? Kyle, it's going all right. How are you? Doing good. Had some Skype problems, huh? Uh, yeah. So I usually like, um, I've been so you I, logged out by accident. Well, uh, so I use um, I, I've been using my laptop now more for Skype because it's a little bit more reliable than my um, like my tablet I was using. Oh, okay. Um. And I had a different, I have a different Skype account on my laptop and I had been using that one for other stuff. And instead of just, um, so I had been switching back and forth between accounts, but then tonight for some reason I couldn't, I couldn't log into log my on old to the one. old one. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yeah, just forget it. I'll just use <laughs> one. Well, that's cool. Yeah. It works. Yep. Yeah. So how have so you how, been? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. It's uh, super busy around here. Kids yeah. are kids are in school and. Are they uh, going to school or are they? Uh, so they had been at home, and this this week, my youngest, uh, the kindergartner, she is starting on Tuesday. She's going to go Tuesday and Thursday, and then her sister starts next week, and luckily, they're going to be on the same days, so um, they, they just go Tuesday and Thursday to school, and then the rest of the week, um, they just do, like, like, they'll watch video lessons and yeah. um, just do different assignments and activities. Mm. Yeah, so uh, it'll it'll be interesting because um, I'll have to I'll have to get leave, them to school. Yeah, I'll have to leave pick work to pick them up and all that, and um, we're anticipating it's probably going to take a while for drop off and pick up because they have you know all these all these safety protocols in place. So the drop off and pick up will be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but luckily the the school's like. But you're literally... still working from home, right? Yeah, yeah, which is is nice because it, it's, it's it's more closer. flexible. Yeah. More flexible, and the school's just right down the street from our house. Yeah, that's, so that's good. nice. Walking mm-hmm. distance? You could even walk. Um. Yeah, we could walk. Uh, it would be, uh, I mean, it would probably, it'd probably be about a 20-minute walk. But we could do it. Eh, if it's, the weather's nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's starting, starting to get cold here now. Yeah, it was, we had a fog today. I think it didn't get out of the 40s today. We had uh, we had something weird uh, earlier this week. Um, so my wife went out real early in the morning, and she mentioned um, that it smelled like smoke outside. And I was like, "Oh, someone's probably just burning leaves." Ah, uh, it's fire, probably. And, and uh, then 
like a couple minutes later, I was looking at the weather on my phone and there's like a, there's like an alert about like, uh, I forget what they called it. They had a term for it, but basically like, um, there was like a, a huge, like prairie grass fire somewhere near. Yeah. And so like the whole area was just covered in smoke. Yeah. That happens to us. I mean, we could be like an hour away yeah. Even more, and we still get like fire and the the pieces of the fire, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, I had <laughs> never I had never experienced that before here. It was weird. Yeah. yeah. We've been getting a lot of that this year. Mm-hmm. You just walk out and it's like, I can't breathe. There's smoke everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The winds are right. It'll do that to you. Yeah, that's crazy. So you're so, still you're still business as normal at work, right? Yeah, I had uh, Thursday and Friday off because my nephew came to visit. Oh, cool. So we went to the zoo on Thursday, and then on Friday he he left. So we, me and Barb just took the day off and chilled. You just ha- you just have him stay with you and Barb for a couple of days? Uh, no, he he got a hotel because he came with his girlfriend. Oh, and his girlfriend's okay. scared of dogs, so <laughs> with Harley in here, and she barks yeah. a lot, but she got used to him, her really quick. Mm-hmm. She barks when anybody comes. Like, yeah, it's not it's like a harmless bark, but she gets hyper for about, I don't know, like five to ten minutes, and then once <laughs> yeah. she like knows you're not going anywhere, she just relaxes and lets you do your thing yeah and then she doesn't bark anymore <laughs> so i don't i don't know it's like an in, intro thing like you're in my house you're in my house you're in my house or something like that. yeah <clears throat> yeah so yeah we had a little bit of a vacation now we have to go back to work tomorrow yeah that's the worst part yeah so you want to yeah. jump into the books yeah yeah, Which so one we do had, you want We had Madame Xanadu. Yeah, we can start with that one. And we had um, Strange Lois Adventures. Lane. Yeah, and Lois Lane. And Strange Adventures. So we can yeah. do. Yeah, and uh, I had, I have a a big chunk of this Madame Xanadu series. I've had it for years, and I've only, <laughs> I've only ever made it through like the first two issues. Yeah. Um. For some reason, so I, I thought this would be a good opportunity to get oh, to get you through it, <laughs> to get into it, and uh, I'm I'm glad we did it because it was I really enjoyed it. Did I you read it, all of it or just no no just the four issues that that we talked about? Yeah, um, and it's uh, it's not decompressed. That's for sure. I mean, it go it goes fast. Yeah, it does. And then it jumps time periods pretty substantially. Yeah, and that that was probably like that's probably my favorite like aspect of this book is the the different time periods. And I, I haven't read anything beyond four, so I don't. I would assume they keep they keep that up, but I don't know. Yeah, um, so it starts off in King Arthur times. Yeah, which makes sense. And her sister is Morgan Le Fay. Mm-hmm. And uh, she 
is sort of like the lover to Merlin, which is sort of weird. Yeah, because she... <laughs> look, she look, she's drawn, like, really young. She Yeah. She looks like she could be 16. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And he's, yeah. he looks like he could be, like, 90. Like... <laughs> yeah. But they're... Uh, they're um, but she's she's uh, she's like a, Kept like a, young. a wood nymph or something. Yeah. But she, yeah, she's like ageless, I guess. Oh, she's been she, alive forever, but he yeah. he wants to know her secrets to, yeah. to keeping young. But there's like um, uh, she gets a warning about a uh, a war from uh phantom stranger right yeah and uh uh so she um she tries to talk to her sister and i guess her and her sister haven't ever really got along but uh she's trying to prevent this war and uh she's not able to well, her sister had the affair with King Arthur, which gave him the son. Yeah. And then she she conquers Camelot, essentially. Mm-hmm. She invades Camelot, and Merlin is is sort of betrayed by Madame Xanadu because of Phantom Stranger. He yeah. kind of tells her what's going on and that he's not all he appears to be. But it doesn't really say directly, but Merlin did get the demon. Like, the demon's, like, introduced very quietly in the series. Yeah. But, yeah, Merlin and and Xanadu, uh, they, they uh, they have their secrets they're hiding from each other. Yeah. And he... He gets betrayed and he's like, "You bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she ties him up in those vines. Yeah. But he was he, like he was he was being like real aggressive towards her. Like he invaded her home and Yeah. He was looking for the youth serum is what he was doing. Yeah, and basically telling her to they had to flee. Yeah. But wouldn't say where they were going. But she was real protected of of her people because those people would like worship her too. Like, yeah, she, she had was... those people come and talk. You know, she would always talk to them. Yeah, I'll protect you. I'll protect you. Yeah, she was kind of like uh, I don't know what you call it, but kind of like a protector, I guess, of the forest. Mm-hmm. Matt Wagner is the writer. And Amy Lee well, Reader is the uh, artist. Yeah, awesome art. This is sort of the longest run I think she's ever done. Like, uh, she she became popular because of this, and then her bat bat those Batwoman stint didn't last very long <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And um, and then she went to Marvel and Image. I know she did Rocket Girl or something like that. And at Marvel, she did Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. 
So, um, yeah, I don't know why her DC work didn't... Because she was supposed to take over for J.H. Williams, and it was supposed to be, like, a big thing. And then it was, like, one or two issues, and then it's like something happened with the editor. I don't know what happened, but... Oh, on, on Batwoman? Yeah. And then I, I, I like the second part of the story, which was kind of focused on... Uh, um, Khan, not Genghis Khan, but the other one. Uh, Kublai. Kubla, Kubla Khan. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was that, really cool. That was really good because she was really lo- loyal to him and even protected like his, he had lots of wives or women. Yeah. And uh, she was protective of, like she got along with those women and then Marco Polo comes, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, also an invasion, like they were going to steal, somebody was going to steal from him and try to conquer him. And they ended up raping his, one of his wives. Yeah, and, they wanted to, they were going to to kill her, Um to start uh to start uh trouble between uh the between Marco uh, I guess Marco like start Polo a war between his, them yeah. yeah yeah but uh but Xanadu she's um she doesn't have like all the powers that she once did yeah um uh Merlin was but able Phantom to... Strangers there guiding her like throughout the whole series yeah, which I thought was really cool. And he sort she... of falls in love with him, it looks like, towards yeah, the end. She... Like, she wants to go yeah. with him. And... Yeah, she, like, she remembers uh, She remembers everything or every encounter she's had with him, but he doesn't remember her. Yeah, that's weird. But there were some close moments when it looked like something was going to happen and it didn't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I like how Marco became uh, sort of the hero of the story. And so did Mm. Xanadu for the most part. Like, she was rewarded. But then what happened? She was like, uh, Kublai went after her for some reason to, went Um, after the stranger. Yeah, the stranger, uh, he escaped from his cell. Um, towards the uh, so and after she was everything accused, was, she was accused of trying to get him out. I guess. Yeah, of helping him because yeah. they, they found her with him. So that was the end of that sort of relationship, and it looked like uh, Marco Polo got like he said you could pick something from this treasure chest, and he picked like a Green Lantern. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's well, and they mention oh, it's not so a was, lantern; it's a lamp, like a, it's a Aladdin yeah, lamp kind of thing. Yeah, but I was kind of wondering, like, if it had, if it had any sort of, um, if it was any sort of reference to a Green Lantern. It looked like it. It was colored because, like it, and it was supposed. To, I, the way everything's sort of like tied to the DC universe, it's. It's leading us that way to believe it. 
Yeah, and they say, well, they do say that it's not of this earth. Yeah. And um, also, too, uh, the, the stranger um, mentions that it's very powerful and that it will play a, a, a huge role in a country that hasn't been born yet. Yeah, that's right. So I, I, I thought this was really good. Like it's been a while since I've read it. And I didn't yeah. remember I didn't remember how much the Phantom Stranger played a part and he's one of my all time favorites. Yeah. So uh and I like the King Arthur King Arthur stuff. I've always liked mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I didn't used I, to like it. I've I don't know, I started to like it more and more as time passes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I really. You got like the Guinevere and all the weird things, the relationships that and affairs that like Lancelot and Mm -hmm. King Arthur's wife and what what is uh, the son's name of Morgan Le Fay? I forget what his name was. Uh, Mordred, I think. Mordred, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there's a lot of strange things that happen in quest for power yeah and i i really like the the history aspect of it too yeah <clears throat> it has some uh some some kind of uh little bits of it are are um non-fiction right So yeah, I I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I did too. That was that was really good. And then we get to uh, Lois Lane one through four, which Lois Lane, yeah. I I love this series, man. <laughs> I just think it's I don't know why it clicks with me so much, but it's one of my favorite comics of of DC in the last decade for sure. Well, it's um, yeah. It, I mean, it's obviously it's well written. Uh, the the writers um, has a has a really uh, really strong resume of writing uh, women, strong women characters. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he, the art is just gorgeous. And yeah. it has a lot of references to like New Fifty Two, the series, with yeah. the question. I wasn't expecting uh Rene Montoya and the um yeah, the, the talk of Or Charlie uh, of fifty two, yeah. Yeah. And not guess... only that, but it introduces Greg Rucka's checkmate too. Because you get that woman with the that's making those moves with the pawn and she's got the mystical circle around her. That's a reference oh, to checkmate. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wondering who she was. Yeah. That's a reference to the checkmate series by Greg Rucka. Okay. So it's, it like throws in a lot of DC history and adds, adds humor. I, I, I love the humor. Because there's the humor between her and her boss, Perry White, because she yeah. can't spell worth a damn. Like, she writes <laughs> yeah. all these stories and she can't spell. And he's like, Well, 
And she's so smart, too. You know, she's yeah. so smart and such a great writer, and she can't spell. <laughs> she can't spell. Yeah. <laughs> Either so, that or she's just in too big of a hurry to worry about spelling. I, I don't think she cares. Like, yeah. That's not, yeah that's... That, that has nothing to do with a good story in her eyes. She just doesn't care. Right. Yeah, I think that's it. And it's sort of a... A political mystery to uncover what's happening at the White House. And then something happens in Russia where another reporter, and I, I don't think they were on good terms, but they were, you know, they worked together and they knew of each other. She gets murdered. Or, you yeah. Know, like she, it says she committed suicide. She, you know, came out, came out of a window. And she wants, yeah. she's like, there's no way in hell she would kill herself. So she sends Renee to Russia to find out like what happened. And when Renee gets there, the apartment is like totally trashed. Yeah. And then on top of that, this is when the media is saying that, that Lois is having an affair with Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, that's what I like about this, uh, this uh, mini series is that, it it you can place it exactly within the other books like it, it's that you know it's that period where she was away from clark she was staying in chicago yeah in the hotel writing and uh you know nobody really knew where she was uh except for clark and you can um, also place it with legion of superheroes yeah yeah with john yeah, yeah. and that scene was great <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she came home and she thought Clark was in the shower, so she starts to disrobe and she's gonna join him in the shower, and it turns out to be her son. <laughs> well, and there's a, there's another, there's another issue. There's a in one of the Bendis Superman issues. I can't remember if it was it was Action or Superman, but she does. She comes home to her hotel and Clark is in the shower. Yeah, so. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I th- that I thought that, that was that, a nice touch. Yeah, and the, even the relationship with her and John, like John's trying to explain to her that he's gonna leave, and he's not only leaving, but he's going into the future. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not, not gonna see you for a while, mom. And it's just <laughs> like a real touching series between him and him and his mom. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then it, it, it deals with like current events, like deporting people, you know, um, because she's has that made. Yeah. And, um, so it deals with all that kind of stuff and all the, it seems like it's fitting into current political environment as well. So, well, yeah, the, uh, the stuff with, um, the stuff with Russia, like there was, a. Uh... Um, earlier on, like in the, over the summer, I remember hearing about like multiple like doctors in Russia that, that had been working on, um, the COVID stuff in Russia Mm -hmm. and both of them, like two of them, it's like two or three of them, like were thrown from windows. Oh Yeah. Yeah, like exactly how that reporter was said to have died. Have died, yeah. yeah. Very mysterious. Plus, he, I mean, there, in 60 Minutes tonight, they were having that 
guy that was supposedly going to run again, you know, run against Putin. Oh, wow. and um, he was poisoned. Like he he, he was near death. <laughs> And now he's yeah. in Germany, and he wants to go back, but he's he's claiming that Putin, you know, tried to kill him with with illegal drugs that they said they had destroyed in the first place, like what they what they gave him. So, it, yeah, it, it's tying in a lot of current events, like through yeah. through Greg Rucka's eyes into this story, mm-hmm. and um, and on top of that, there's the great relationship that Clark and Lois have, like, it's it just weird how, you know, Superman wants to protect Lois, but Lois is like, I don't need you here. I don't want you here. <laughs> I, I have a protector. That's why I hired Renee. Um, yeah. But, you know, she almost got killed. Like, that assassin almost yeah, that was close. killed her because she, she uncovered... Another political thing uh, about money funneling through another company, and the guy was gonna meet her, and he he was gonna get assassinated, and she um, you 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 don't really know if he she was targeted or if it was the guy. Yeah. Um. That that's the mystery of it, and and Superman showed up on purpose after it happened, because she I I love how she says that she says you did it on purpose not just to 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 say that you're here you said you're, you're making a statement like yeah hey <laughs> if you try this shit again i'm gonna pick you know i'm here <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i just love it yeah it's just so good i loved how uh i loved how they they did that scene too because before you even know superman is there you just see the blur like the blurs of color yeah like through the through the panel yeah. So it it looks like somebody is like whooshing like through and and then you then you finally see outside Superman like hovering there. Yeah. And, and I I just love the scene where Renee runs into Charlie because she thinks Charlie's dead <laughs> from New yeah. 52 and he shows up. And then they're having like lunch and then later on uh she gets mad at Lois because she's like, Lois, you knew all along, right? Because she takes Charlie over there to Lois, and Lois doesn't react. Like, yeah, she's hey, just like, oh, alive. hi. Yeah, she's like, yeah. she's like, you knew, didn't you? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like, I like when they were, uh, when Renee and Charlie were having coffee, and uh, Renee's talking about how, like, She's like, remember when Black Adam caught me in bed with, uh, with you know, with that one girl? <laughs> yeah, the one woman, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love it. And even the relationship, like, with Lois in her, the, the woman that cleans her apartment, she doesn't really want it clean. But she's like, you need to restock the mini bar. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You need to do these kind of things. <laughs> so, yeah, th- I I don't know, that book really clicks with me. Yeah, it's really good. I I like the uh um 
like I said, I like how you can you can place it within the other books. It's very much um, in continuity. Yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah. But then it's um. It's timely. It's, pre- it's pretty dark too, and I can tell it's it's only going to get darker. Yeah. I thought you'd like it, so I yeah. that's why I picked it. Yeah, really good. And I just think the art is like amazing in it. It is. Like there, yeah. There's that it's... scene even when they're flying through the sky. She's like, he like, he go, he's trying to make up to her and says, "Well, I'll take you flying." <laughs> just, you know, that's not gonna help, <laughs> but it does. Yeah, that's the that's kind of. And the then big you could th- just hear the Superman music in in your mind, you know, the the, yeah. the music that happens when when Christopher Reeve is flying Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of the big thing in this uh, miniseries is people are people are upset that that Lois Lane is is cheating on her husband with Superman, um, and so Lois doesn't want she doesn't want Superman to be seen around her because people are talking. Yeah. But the. Um, yeah, the art is uh, the art is very like Mike Perkins. very very cinematic. Um, yeah, especially like when two characters are having a conversation. There's a lot of different angles of of them. Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, and he just draws a lot of detail. He, he draws Lois like she's beautiful, like she's she's gorgeous. In yeah. This book. But the scenes with Perry White, man, they are there. There, there's like four of them in there, and they're all great. <laughs> they're yeah. all great. Because, because he Perry's also saying, "Are you sure this is the truth?" Like, mm-hmm. we're we're getting pressure from the White House. <laughs> yeah, you're making a lot of enemies, Lois. And and then there's that scene where she's actually. She attacks the press conference woman, the press secretary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that was good. And she knew yeah. she was gonna get kicked out, but but <laughs> then the other reporters keyed off of that. Like they knew they wouldn't let it go. Yeah, yeah, and they they make a they make a comment. Uh, I think it's I think it's Perry. It's her conversation with Perry um, when he tells Lois that uh, uh, the the other girl, the the girl that works at the planet that um, that was that's the Red Cloud. Yeah. That girl. He he said she, he's sending her over um, to the White House to cover the the next press conference or whatever. But he was saying that she. She, uh, they wouldn't give her credentials to get in, right? And uh, and she makes a comment like, like, since when can they choose like who, who, um, who, who reports who goes news? in or goes, yeah, yeah, like who reports the news? Yeah. And I thought that was very uh, timely as well. Yeah. So, anything else you want to mention on that? Um, I don't think so. Uh, but it's, 
Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, it's like um, uh, it, it it's just like a a gritty kind of uh, almost like a detective book. Yeah, but, a mystery. But it's a inges- investigative reporter. Crime noir kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It it would make a it would make a great TV series, I think. Yeah, it would. And it it just goes to show like how good he is with like Renee Montoya. Like it hasn't been the same without him, you know. Yeah. Writing yeah, Renee. There's, there's some yeah, there's there's just some writers that that uh once they once they leave they just you just never get the same you never get that that great flavor of of a character that that everybody seems to like yeah and the next one we have is we read strange adventures three through five which I think we covered one and two pre-COVID. Yeah. And then there was a COVID break where it didn't come out for a couple of months, it seemed like. And and now it's coming back out again. Yeah. Yeah, and this is... uh, This one, I feel like... I feel like there's so much uh, coming in in this miniseries that that that's a mystery right now that we don't know about. Like, I feel like there's going to be some twists and turns coming up here, you know? Yeah. It it feels like certain characters are hiding things. I find, I found that some of the characters seemed odd to me. Like, I mean, one of them was kind of okay. Cause Hal was like, Hey, I can't, help you because you're at war and you know the guardians so that that was a legit excuse mm-hmm. and then superman seemed kind of off to me uh, yeah even, even though i get what he's saying he's saying you know i can't i gotta worry about my home here yeah and, and then martian manhunter's kind of responses well, they they come with a warning with the the aliens are gonna invade here, and he's he's like, well, bring it. Kind of his response is, bring it. You know, we we're mm-hmm. ready for him. Yeah. Instead of being like cautious, <laughs> and it's like nobody wants to help Adam. You know, nobody wants to get him back home. He wants to go back. Yeah. And then there's the. It's it's I don't know how it's like bouncing around in time. It's a little confusing. Yeah. Because it is. then you have the Mister Terrific. He he actually goes to Ran. Mm-hmm. To try to find out more about that alien race, and he's not supposed to be able to decipher <laughs> what their notes are. So you're getting like a one-sided political view of the war, and and yeah. he gets all of that. But once he learns to decipher what's going on. With the other language, they come down on him and they try to arrest him. Yeah, they don't want him to see whatever's in there. So, yeah. Well, I never trusted Sardath. Like, he's a shady guy (laughs) to begin with. Yeah. 
I can't remember what the aliens are. They the Plark Plarks or uh, it's like picked or something. It's like P Y K K T. P Y K K T. Yeah. They're um, like a lizard-looking creature. Yeah, but it it shows uh it shows like the fla- it shows like the flashback of of Adam um in some sort of like uh I don't know, it, it, I got the impression it was like some sort of like ceremonial like battle with Yeah, a gladiator this, type thing. Yeah, with this alien and he almost he almost gets killed. He gets he gets poisoned at least in the fight. Um, and then I don't know if they ever, yeah, they he, don't really show what happens. He gets to him poisoned after. and he, he beats the guy with his helmet to yeah. death. Yeah. Yeah. The alien. And then Alana is acting really weird. Well, and she's, um. She's had to go through a lot of the stuff with Adam also. Like they've gone through these so many different these different trials with different alien races that they're trying to recruit to help them fend off this alien invasion. And so they these aliens uh, put them through their these trials um uh and then if they you know, if they pass, then they'll they'll agree to help them. But Alana's like going through it with Adam, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, but she even confronts Batman in that first issue. So Batman's in there too. So yeah, the, the, they have good coverage from the Justice League. Yeah, well, she thinks that. She thinks that Batman, I think it was her that that thinks Batman should be the one doing the investigation um because she doesn't it's like she doesn't trust Mr. Terrific. Yeah. But Mr. Terrific is, I mean, he's doing what he should be. He's Yeah, he's dig- looking at both sides. And, yeah. Yeah. He's trying to find out the truth. Mhm. Cuz he doesn't want he doesn't want to like say, "Hey, this is the story," and it's really not. Yeah. So yeah, there's something strange going on. Like, did Rand start this, or what? What happened? Yeah. And then what's... there's those stone creatures in the other ser- like issue four or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think that was five, maybe. Yeah. Um. Because it starts with the stone, the one stone creature kills the, like the alien friend that's with Adam and Alana, and then they they have to go through that trial of staying in that cave for a month. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, um. I thought it was interesting. Uh, they they get through the trial in the cave. Um, they finally like, I guess, dig through the rocks and find water, and they make it through the the month. And then um, Alana's talking about how uh, she, she confronts the 
the rock creatures or whatever and and says we were never at your mercy you're forever at ours yeah so that's really interesting i think this will read a lot better if you could read it all at once kind of like doomsday clock you'll get you'll you'll remember pieces of it but there's like little little subtleties and stuff that you probably won't be able to flush out from month to month Unless you read it all Yeah, because there's going to be little details of things that you'll need to remember. But they finally they finally show Adam and Alana's daughter on the last page of five. Because there's been the question the whole time, like... So Adam and Alana have That's been the saying, flashback, though. Because she's, she's supposedly dead, right? Right, that's what I mean. Like, they show her, so I'm guessing that now we'll start to see what happened to her, you know? Yeah. Because um, uh, they keep saying that she's dead, but then I don't think Mr. Terrific believes that. You know, because he it, keeps It'll be weird, it. though. Like, I don't, I don't know what their motivations would be. Like yeah, I, I, I have either. I have no clue. Like yeah, like I could see that weird motivation, like you, where you don't know with Sardath because he's always like doing stuff behind everybody's back, mm-hmm. including his daughter and you know his son-in-law. Mm-hmm. But you never see those two like trying to pull once you know something over on somebody. So I I like I don't know where that's going to come from. Yeah, I don't either. But the guy just wants to go back home, and that's frustrating because he has to wait for the Zeta Beam, and he can't go home to his wife in some cases. Yeah. He can't go back to Ran <laughs> to protect it. And, and Ran has never been portrayed as like this... It's not like Thanagar where you have warriors everywhere. Mm-hmm. They have they have their technical advances that allow them to be better than than Thanagar, but their warriors are like they're nowhere near like Thanagarian warriors. Yeah. Yeah, they're more I think there was a uh, Hawkman appearance in one of the issues too. Yeah, I think there was. There was a three, reference three, to the Ran Thanagar War. Yeah, and three. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm real curious where where they're going with this for sure. Mm-hmm. The creative team is Tong King, Mitch Gerards, and Ev- uh, Doc Shaner. Yeah, I think that's been the the team for all of Tom King's books. Or all of his his mini little mini series, right? Like not the, uh, not Doc Shaner. Mitch Gerards did uh, what what Mr. Miracle. Yeah. And then he did the uh, the Vertigo one, I think, Sheriff of Babylon. Yeah, that's right. But somebody else did Omega Man, and Batman just had a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Omega Man. Who was that? Omega Man was Barnaby 
Bergenda. So, what else has he done? He's done Sheriff of Babylon, Omega Man. Oh, he did uh, Grayson. Oh, yeah, Grayson co-wrote that with uh, somebody. I can't remember. It's the creator uh, of Hack Slash. It's just Tim, Tim Seeley. Tim Seeley, yeah. yeah. Did Grayson... Was it Mitch Gerard's on that? I don't think so. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's Mike Mikel Janin. That's the other guy he works with a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what we forgot is um, Heroes in Crisis. Oh yeah, yeah. He was with uh, Clay Mann on that That's one. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that one. And he's been with like Lee Weeks on the Elmer Fudd one and Batman. Mm -hmm. And I think both of these guys, Janin and Mitch Gerards, have done Batman issues as well. There's been a lot more Batman artists, obviously. Yeah. That's I I'd like to uh, I'd like to reread Omega Men at some point. It's, you know what? It, that I I wanted I want to do it too because I don't remember it. Yeah. And I don't even think I finished it to tell you the truth. I remember parts of it. I remember the Kyle Rayner parts, but I don't remember mm-hmm. a lot of what else happened. Yeah. I remember I didn't like it initially. <laughs> well, yeah, it was uh it was really different. It was Yeah. yeah. And it was hard for me to adjust because I was reading Omega, the original Omega Man at the same time. So it's like, what is happening? <laughs> so I was yeah. comparing those two unfa- unfairly, cause, and even though they're decades apart. <clears throat> yeah, and Tom has a really unique writing style. It's sort of on sure. the depressive side, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big time. But yeah. the overall picture is pretty. It's well thought of. Like th- this, the strange adventures I think is going to be really interesting. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't. I can't predict how it's going to ha- What's going to happen? Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's I think that's the great thing about Tom King is you don't really know what you don't yeah. really know what's going to happen. And he, because he he does write a lot differently than than most uh, comic writers. Mm-hmm. So did you want to pick what we're gonna choose for the? Yeah. Next episode. Yeah. Let me take a look here. I've got. The I've app. already got mine. I did it ahead of time. Ah. Oh, so I've been on a an image kick. So. I oh. thought I would do uh, Deviate, the first series, uh, and Gen 13, the first series. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah I haven't read either of One those. One through four on both of them. Okay, Deviate and Gen 13. Okay, let me see here. 
I find it interesting sometimes to look through the the trending comic series. What's trending? Um, let's see. It's usually the, Batman, probably. <laughs> yeah, deceased. Uh, Tom King, Batman. Uh, Year of the Villain, Batman Who Laughs, Batman Superman. Uh, the original Detective Comics. Um, that's not really too surprising, but. Uh-huh. Um, Doomsday Clock. Those are pretty uh, pretty obvious, I think. To, Let's see. Oh, they got the DC Horror Collection. What is that under? Um, it's just uh, so if you go to comics, um, comics like the bra- uh, bra- like just under comics. Oh, spooky and stories. Then- yeah, there's That's like a, sh- a, a showcase classic DC horror collection. Oh yeah, I see it now. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I do like how they do the. Um, they do different articles too. Like they have an article here, um, five superhero comics for horror fans, and then they make some recommendations. Oh yeah, I, I've never even looked at this stuff. Yeah, it's pretty interesting just to kind of uh, surf around out here and see what else here. Doom Patrol, uh, Justice League Dark. The Spectre. Okay, let's see here. Um, I will, I will do. Uh, let me see here. Okay, so one of my picks, I'll do uh, Tales of the Green Lantern Corps uh, from 1981, the Len Wein, Mike W. Barr, uh, one through four, or it looks like it's, uh, it looks like they just have the first three issues and then they have an annual. I think there's only three. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the first appearance of uh, the Blackest Night Demon or whatever they call it. Oh, him. Uh, Necron. Yeah, Necron. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, let's do... We'll do that, and then... Let's see. That's going to be a tough one to type because the survey only lets you. Oh, too many characters. I might say like GL Core or something. Yeah. I I wish it would (laughs) let you do a little bit more than it lets you. It always cuts it off. 
Yeah, maybe do like GL Core nineteen eighty one or something. Tales of the GL Core. Yeah. I'll I'll think of something. Yeah. Um. Let's see. God, there's so many, so many good books out here. Um. Let's do. Oh, that stinks. Um, I was gonna choose. Uh, I was gonna choose Hex, but they only have issues eleven, twelve, and thirteen. You can do that. Yeah, they, pro- I, they probably grouped them together for a reason. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to start on one though. Ah. Uh, um. Let's see. Oh, there was something else here I saw. Um. I don't want to pick something that that um, that I know everybody's gonna want to pick. You can. Uh, It'll be an interesting uh, experiment. <laughs> yeah, I'm just afraid everyone will vote for this. And all right, we'll do it anyways. Yeah. Um, let's do. Let's it's weird see. how people pick what they already know, though. Well, like, yeah, it's I, like a nostalgia thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like a nostalgia. Like I read that, I loved it. Do that, and then they don't. They haven't read the other stuff, so they don't. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't want to start at the beginning though on this one. Let me f- see what issue I should start at. Um, let's do. Um, okay, I'll choose uh, Blue Beetle um, from 1986. Um, we'll do uh, issues. Uh, I don't want that one. I'm trying to find a good spot to start here. Mm. Uh, let's do... Okay, we'll start on issue uh, 16. So 16, 16 through 19, yeah. Okay. That sounds like a plan. Cool. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't. Just... I thought you would pick something more popular. I, I don't think a lot of people personally have read. A, a lot of the Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, I just, I don't know. I feel. I mean, I most feel like people have read. Like more more like people a cult have favorite, you know. But he was more of a cult favorite after he teamed up with Booster. Like, right. This yeah. is prior to that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, like Justice we'll League International. We'll see. I it, it has a high probability. Yeah. The one that I don't think will win for sure is DV8. <laughs> we 
which is a spin-off of Gen 13. Well, yeah, you never know. I mean, I could see I could see one of yours winning. I don't yeah, it'll know. be interesting to see. Yeah, we'll see. Last yeah. time it was a tie. I forget what it was. Madam Xanadu and uh, I, I think it was uh, was Witching it Hour one through three. Oh, okay, so it was both of mine. Yeah. yeah, and then you asked me to choose. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'll have to revisit revisit these ones again. Some of the ones that lose. Yeah, that's what I need to do too. Is uh, check out some of the ones that lose. Because they all, I mean, they all look interesting. Yeah. Like, I did read War of the Worlds, the Superman War of the Worlds. I went ahead and read that. I didn't win. Oh, cool. But I read it. It was good. Um, and Peacemaker, no matter how many times I pick it, it just can't win. It can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's why well, you, thought, read you, you read it. Yeah, you read it by... <laughs> <laughs> by default i read it by default too so yeah it's really good i like it a lot yeah it is i, I yeah I, I guess it it was a lot different than what i was expecting yeah which is good all right well i think we can wrap this one up and get ready for bedford work yeah <laughs> I'm not ready for it. I'm not for sure. So you can reach Kyle at kpettit5 on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I'm at Mike Myers Brunch. And you can find us at dcnoisepodcast.com. On the Facebooks, it will be DC Noise Podcast. And then click the like button and follow the episode threads there. And next, next week, or I mean in two weeks, if everything works out, <laughs> uh, we'll be covering D, either DV8. Oh, do you want to pick another book? Oh, uh, um, a current one. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot all about that. Um. Yeah. Let's see here. I am uh, so behind on my current books. Me too. <laughs> I, I've been on a on a cable Deadpool thing, which is the weirdest shit ever, because I I never read that before. <laughs> that's where I've been hanging out lately. Um, how about uh, uh this is uh, maybe we should um. I think we talked about this before. Maybe um, not next episode, but maybe like a future episode. Maybe we should dedicate to like the the Green Lantern season two. Okay. Um, we don't have to do it. Like I said, we don't have to do it next time, but um, we can. Because I think we have like. Oh yeah. Well, but we could we cover like, like the, the whole... we could cover the last four. I just have a lot to read because I. I think where I'm at is the Black Stars, the three the three issue mini before it yeah. even hit season two. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. Uh, would you want to? Would you want to get caught up on Hawkman for next? Yeah, time? yeah. I was thinking that actually. Let's do Hawkman. Okay. Okay. Cool. And I think that'll all jumpstart my Green Lantern, so it's not like a shock. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That cool. sounds like a plan, because Hawkman's over now, right? Or there's uh, one issue left. Yeah, I think the 29 is the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear about what DC's doing? They're They're doing that generations thing that they said they weren't going to do and they're calling it future state yeah i uh for two months yeah i think i had the the um they were in that that's in the current uh dcbs right yeah no it's in the next one oh the next one yeah that's when none of the real regular titles are coming out. Like it's oh, all okay. future state. Huh. Interesting. For two months. Hmm. So it's like you're you're looking at generations into the future. Yeah. Like when Batman Bruce Wayne is old. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, me too. I think it'll, it'll be, be like cool. a it'll be like a Batman Beyond kind of situation for the whole universe. Yeah. So it yeah, could that'll it be could, cool. could could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's I, I like whenever they do something different I like. Um, you know, just to shake things up. Yeah. Keeps things from getting too stale. It'll be weird though, because there's not going to be any Batman shipping that month. I mean, there'll be the the John Ridley series, whatever that turns out to be for Future Shock, but there won't be like a regular Batman title. Hmm. I, I find that odd. Yeah. So they're putting everything sort of on hiatus so they can get these books out. So does that? So does this uh, generation shattered? Is that what leads into this? It might. It might. It said that says coming out of the pages of uh, Dark Knight Metal, though. Um. Oh. Huh. And the solicit. So I don't know. Okay. It sounds like it because it's generations, but. Yeah. We'll, so we'll this. See what happens. So, so in the Generation Shattered, it it does say what started in Detective Comics 1027 explodes out of Dark Knight's death metal to tell the story of generation-spanning history of the DC Universe. Yeah. Um, this looks really interesting. It's a one-shot um, mm-hmm. with uh, Batman, Commandy, Starfire, Sinestro, Booster Gold, Dr. Light, Steel, and Sinestro. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, and they have the up. history of the DC Universe coming out too, so that that'll be cool. That's by the same guy that's writing the Batman title, so it could be interesting. Oh yeah, huh? Sweet. Yep. Cool. All righty. Well, we can wrap this one up, and I'll talk to you in two weeks, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I had to call this one off because I had to take care of some stuff around the house so that it was done for when my cousin got here oh yeah <laughs> i mean my nephew yeah. 
Yeah. No worries. Yeah. Yep. Cool. All right. We'll talk to you later, Kyle. Have a good week. Yep. You too, Mike. All right. Bye. Bye.